Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 33. Guess what? It's a great big world out there, and you don't have to be scared, because it's all yours for the taking, I know. Your dreams are big and bright, and God gave you this life to do crazy things. Hi, Principal Matters listeners. Thanks for tuning in to Principal Matters Podcast. This is William D. Parker, host of Principal Matters. You can find free resources for school leaders at my website at williamdparker.com. week I want to talk to you about your motivations for education and school leadership. Thanks for tuning in. If you're interested in free resources for school leaders, you can check them out at my website. If you subscribe for my weekly updates, I'll send you a free ebook called Eight Hats, Essential Roles for School Leaders. Or you can check out my book, Principal Matters, at my website at williamdparker.com. This week, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind for quite a while. This is actually a topic that I've talked about in previous blog posts and visited early on in some earlier episodes of Principal Matters podcast. But stay with me for just a moment because I want to ask you, what motivates you each day when you walk into school as either an educator or an educational leader? Well, I remember when I was in junior high school, um, I felt pretty clueless about what to expect in high school. And sometimes my teachers would tell me to expect to be treated like a number when I got to high school. Uh, at other times, they would warn us that if we were unprepared, we could expect a, a dismal future. Uh, I was having a conversation with my wife the other day, and she was communicating that sometimes our children at home uh, have said the same things to her, that when they were in elementary school, they were warned about how dreadful junior high was going to be. And when they arrived, they realized that it was not as bad as they expected. And, and, and in some ways, they felt like that the previous year had tried to prepare them for that year simply through uh, lots of fear. And over the years, I've noticed that whatever stage of education students are in, we often try to motivate them by the heights they can achieve or the dismal experiences that they'll suffer without good preparation. In other words, we often appeal to either their pride, what's in what's in it for you if you get good grades or if you work hard, or their fear, what dreadful thing will happen to you if you don't do this. And so I'm often confronted with the question, is there a better alternative? Is there a third option for our own motivation as well as the motivation for our our kids. And this past weekend, I was invited to hear a talk from a professor uh, from Wheaton College who was visiting the Tulsa area. His name is Jerry Root, and he is a a renowned expert on the works of C.S. Lewis. And as I listened to Root speaking, uh, he spoke for about an hour to just a a gathering of people interested in, in the works of C.S. Lewis, and I, I love C.S. Lewis's works. Um, he's known most 
often for his Chronicles of Narnia series, but he was a prolific uh, author and speaker and apologist, and uh, I've read many of his books over the years. But as um, as Root was speaking about Lewis's works, um, at one point in his talk, he began to express disagreement with something that C.S. Lewis had written about. Uh, C.S. Lewis taught that the root of all wrong choices begins with pride, not the not the good pride, not the kind of pride that you, um, you know, the kind of pride you get when you've done a good job, but the self-centered, arrogant, haughty kind of thinking that motivates us to choose options based either on our own comfort or our prestige or our vanity or our self-promotion, that kind of pride. And Root said, um, this is what Lewis taught in his writings. Now, as a philosopher, Root was responding. Um, he's also a, a, an expert in, in, uh, in theology and apologetics. But Root said um, he believed that the, a greater cause of evil in the world was based in fear. Uh, the anxieties or the worries or the despair or the false assumptions that make us doubt uh, things that are true or make us doubt goodness or for uh, those who are religious make us doubt the love of God or just as bad uh, to, to be in such fear that we live as if those virtues just don't matter. Um, and as I listened to him say that, you know, Lewis believed pride was the root of bad choices and Root believed that fear was the basis of bad choices. I wanted to to raise my hand and ask him if they're uh, if they could possibly both be right. And so w- later, I was sitting and thinking about his talk, and I remembered a talk that I had heard from another speaker named Timothy Keller. He's the author of, of a book called Gospel in Life and Grace Changes Everything. And if 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 listening to me make comments about religious works that inform my thinking. If that's something that you're not interested in, feel free to skip on to the next podcast. But I just want to park here for a moment because sometimes these thoughts about our motivations help me think about how I want to lead as an as a educator. And Keller contended in his, in his talk that both pride and fear are the basis for the poor decisions we make in life. In fact, he said in the in the 30 years of work that he had done in, in counseling, and, and in his case, he's also a minister, working with people, he realized that fear and pride were often the things that caused people to make the worst choices he'd ever seen them make in their lives. And so he actually contended that the solution or the third alternative to pride or fear is something that he would call beauty or virtue. I like to refer to this as awe and wonder. So stay with me for just a moment if you if you can. Think about this as an educator. If we're motivating our students by pride, what's in it for you? Or by fear, be afraid of the future if you don't do these things. What would happen if instead we motivated them by being so smitten or overtaken by the awesome, wonder-filling, glorious interaction of learning that they simply wanted to learn because it was so exciting or so interesting to them. For, for an educator, we believe that knowledge and understanding or science or mathematics or literature or history or music or whatever subject you teach is stimulated and learned best through curiosity 
and discovery and creativity and innovation. And so here's my question for you today. If our approach to teaching or school leadership is based on pride, what's in it for me, or fear, how can I avoid pain or discomfort, uh, we probably will find ourselves either looking for simple compliance or our efforts will result in burnout or despair. But what ha- what happens if we try to mo- motivate people through other incentives? For instance, what if our learning and working and education were motivated by the incredible wonder and awe and beauty in the very subjects that we're teaching? Let me give you an example. I remember when I was teaching um, high school English, we had just studied a unit on world philosophies and how these mindsets can connect to both the historical expressions found in music and or in works of literature um, or how world philosophies can affect our mindsets and modern expressions of music or literature or movies, for instance. And one day I had a, a junior high, a junior girl, an 11th grader, who came to me before class and she said, Mr. Parker, you have ruined the way that I see movies. And I said, well, how's that? And she said, when I watch movies now, I can't help but think about the perspective that the movie makers had or what they were trying to convince me to believe. And I'll never be able to watch a movie the same again. We actually laughed together and I realized that she was actually proud of herself for thinking about her entertainment for the first time. You know, on the one hand, maybe I hurt her ability to just enjoy the magic of a movie. But on the other hand, it was encouraging to know that she was aware that stories have meaning. And sometimes you have permission to disagree with others, even when they're amazingly persuasive. What a great life lesson she was learning that her thinking about what we were learning in class could affect her thinking about what she was listening to in her music or watching in her movies. So as you're starting another week of school or you're launching another great semester or maybe you're beginning your school year, let me encourage you, don't forget to take a moment to reflect on your motivations. Are we simply trying to control chaos? Is our goal to prevent conflicts and difficulties? Are we determined to reach um, our highest personal goals or climb another ladder of success? You know, those things aren't bad, but those motivations may only produce good results, or sometimes they may even lead to frustration or burnout, but will they produce the greatest results? The bigger question is this, how can our decisions or schedules or lessons or our meetings or our goals push us and our students towards the wonder of learning? What if our environments were places where we could cultivate innovation, creativity, and discovery What if we could open new worlds to the imagination where learning becomes something we enjoy so much we can't help but be motivated by it or want others to be motivated by it too? So now it's your turn. I know that I need reminders to protect myself from the competing forces of fear and pride. What kind of environment do you want to create for your students? And how can basing your motivation on wonder or the awe of learning, change the way you think about school. I want to thank you again for listening to this week's episode of Principal Matters. And I want to invite you, if you have comments, feel free to go to the blog post that accompanies this episode and leave comments there. 
at my website at williamdparker.com. You can also subscribe for free weekly updates that I send out on school leadership ideas. And I'll send you a copy of my free ebook, Eight Hats, Essential Roles for School Leaders. Again, feel free to also check out my book, Principal Matters, The Motivation, Action, and Courage Needed for School Leadership at my website there too. I hope that you have a fantastic week. And I hope that you remember that what you do every single day for students is so important because what you do matters. Thanks, and I hope you listen again next week. Have a great day. Principal Matters is a publication of William D. Parker. It does not necessarily represent the opinions of Sky 2 Public Schools, the affiliates with whom I work, or the organizations for whom I consult. Music compliments of Stephen Nettles. Check out his songs at hearthevoiceless.bandcamp.com.